pre-qualify myself constantly living here because people automatically assume I'm a different human being than uh, I am here. Mm, yeah. This is just rebellion. I don't shave. So I, like, <laughs> I, I, I did when I was in the military and when I was younger and uh, refused to do it now because who's it for? Yeah, you've got Not more me. freedom now. <laughs> exactly. I saved time. <laughs> but you don't have to worry about that you don't have to worry about trimming your beard <laughs> no i don't thank god <laughs> well that's olivia blair here with no beard no. <laughs> welcome to the tragedy academy a show created to bridge societal divides in a judgment-free zone using candor and humor my name is jay and like i said i'm joined here today by olivia blair thank you for coming in today olivia how are you i'm good thanks for having me yeah I'm super excited to have you. Um, I love this topic, not because it's something to be excited about, but for the fact that it's raising <laughs> awareness. <laughs> yeah, right? Could you imagine yeah. if I was like, whoa, so body dysmorphia. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That takes the power away from it. It does. Yeah, it does. It does. Helps laughing at it. <laughs> yeah, comedy is one of the least aggressive ways to address the fallacies that we have in society. Definitely. I, yeah. It lets people off the hook without letting them off the hook where it gives them a self-contemplation moment. If they're in <laughs> the does. group and they were the butt of the joke and nobody realizes it. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully that, that also requires a mild amount of mindfulness. <laughs> yeah. I think nine times out of 10 as well, if you're making a joke about something, you're also kind of insecure about it. You're never just always. Yeah. And that's a fabulous segue into this because Man, if that doesn't hit the nail on the head for what body dysmorphia actually is. Mm -hmm. um, so just to familiarize everybody, uh, Olivia is an actress, a singer, yep. uh, influencer, everything in between podcaster um, across the pond in London and by yep. way of Scotland, correct? Yeah, I'm from Edinburgh in Scotland. So the capital of Scotland, but moved capital to capital. <laughs> Yeah, right? You're So you're just a capital person. So when you come here, you go to DC. And then when you go to Japan, you'll go to Tokyo and yeah, so on yeah. and so forth. <laughs> you, you like to you like to let yourself be known. You're not wasting your time on, you know, the cheap cities. Yeah, I like to be I like to be in the big places. <laughs> I yeah. love it. I love it. So thank you for being here today. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your story and where you come yeah, from? Yeah, sure. So up in Edinburgh, lived in Edinburgh a long long time I like I think 18 or 19 was when I first moved away that was to go to a job part of the acting that's a solid world. solid location to grow up because it's not a very huge community so to have yeah. that longevity in one place can be both good and bad I can see that yeah yeah exactly it's quite a small place it's it's what I mean I like Edinburgh I'm from there but I do like it um I think it's got quite an inclusive vibe to it it's I don't know why but I'm part of the LGBTQI plus community. Okay. But I never felt really like isolated there. It always felt very welcoming. That's great um, to hear. And obviously I moved to London. That's great to hear that the community there is as open as they are. Because it's funny. I mean, if we were to look into stereotypes, you always see that gruff Scottish man, you know, with the, mm. uh, the hard accent. And it really warms my yeah. heart. I like when stereotypes don't match. And that's one that makes my yeah. it makes me super happy that you know someone that would appear to be super gruff or or something like that is the one that's super accepting. It's a lesson to be learned. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, exactly. It's everybody comes from different walks of life and I've I've never had any issues in Scotland personally. I know other people have, but um not me. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Um that's considering yeah. the time um there's a lot of risk involved in being open at times, you know, mm. in your life with the way that people are accepting you or perceiving you. So um, I'm yeah. super happy that you had that inclusivity when you were growing up uh, with, you know, being LGBTQIA or how many yeah, letters. I'm very feel like lucky. I up all the time. I do that. I do it all the time. <laughs> Sometimes I just say LGBT plus. It's just quicker. <laughs> that makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. Um, but yeah, so I kind of, well, high school is tricky for everybody. So I don't know if anybody goes to high school and fully loves it. No, because it's indoctrination. Good for you. <laughs> it's just indoctrination. Yeah, yeah. It's it's literally a forceful way to train people to work in society. And it is supposed yeah. to suck the entire time because we're not supposed to be doing it as humans. No, no. So, I, yeah, that's the only time I had, had it a bit rough was high school, um, which kind of brings me to the body dysmorphia topic. Because um, okay. that's when that started was high school. Uh, you know, I don't know any children who have body dysmorphia maybe more nowadays maybe but mm. I, how old was I maybe 12 when that started so obviously um in Scotland at least you're 12-ish when you start high school mm -hmm. um I think it's different in America I don't know how old you guys are 13 or 14 I think it's not far off ah, similar yeah um so yeah that's when that all started but that's it's such a concentrated amount of children <laughs> but it really is a lot of judgment in one location a lot of people growing and putting themselves into the pecking mm -hmm. order where do they fall in the social rank and file who do they have to hate in order to stick to be up on the other side it's weird how yeah. that works and everybody's just kind of making it up as they go oh 100 percent. nobody has the answers in high school no. um so but then you always feel like you're getting it so wrong when it's because you, you are yourself yeah <laughs> well, not even that you're getting it wrong there's nothing to get right yeah yeah it's all just a big mistake <laughs> it, it really is it if we take the time to look at it for what it is then we can take the power away from it yeah yeah exactly exactly you know maybe we have to do this in order to survive in society today but we don't have to accept anybody else's thoughts as our own or anybody else's judgment as our own reality mm -hmm. so as a young woman growing up in high school with body dysmorphia was this a result of bullying or self-image issues the combination one grew into the other it kind of comes from life i don't think it comes from any one person or your brain or anything i think especially growing up in the 2000s like i was a kid back then and and mm -hmm. it was all about if you had a fat ass that was an insult that was such a huge insult and um you know the victorious and now secret they models. fly to brazil yeah. <laughs> no they have huge bombs and that's <laughs> so popular uh, it blows my mind um but yeah no that all came from I mean, I suppose it starts when you're little, seeing what's on the TV. It's all skinny girls and thin girls and beautiful, mm. tall, leggy, blonde. So you kind of learn that's, that, don't you? That's a unattainable image. Yeah. I mean, 100% unattainable because it's a different human being. Yeah. Yeah. Never going to look like that. It's a different like human being. And then it's being forced that you're supposed to look like someone that you're genetically not. Yeah. <laughs> women, women really 
I don't think we focus enough on the fact that we have such a huge beauty industry and such a huge push for women to look different than they naturally do, which is super bizarre because yeah, everybody looks the same at the end of the day. It's not a huge mystery. We hand women like a tackle box full of paint at the age of like 11 or 12 and say, okay, now it's time for you to look pretty. Yay. Good yeah. job. Look at your makeup. You're a princess. Go out and yeah. be a princess and not get your head fucked up in the process. Yeah. Good. Go and change everything about yourself physically right now. <laughs> right. And don't think that you're not fucking up the mentality of whatever opposite gender or specification that someone has that's attracted to you because they're not attracted to you. Yeah. It's, they're attracted to whatever that mask is that's being worn. It's so weird, isn't it? Like, paint your eyelids blue, have bright red lips, like sculpt your cheekbones to look like sharp edges. What's the what? difference between a clown? <laughs> is it because one does it a little brighter and laughs a lot or honks a horn and has a nose? Because at the end of the day, it's only the amount of makeup that changes the scenario. It is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then still then it matters how you actually draw it on because there are some of the most beautiful artists out there that change with makeup. Like I have never seen TikTok will yeah. take you down a whole new world of what is possible with makeup and all the different latexes or whatever mm -hmm. weirdness is out there. Now you can become a different human in seconds. It's crazy. Isn't it? Like I've, there was one I saw the other day that they did the whole avatar like CGI, but just with makeup. It was amazing. So amazing. But I feel like I would be the world's worst person in that situation because I would want to itch everything constantly. Yep. Like my nose would be wiggling the entire time. Like, can you get that? And they would be mad at me. My makeup would be smudged and pushed because yep. that's the only thing I think about when I see these people doing, I'm like, okay, the art is beautiful. And then I automatically go inside their head as to, do they itch? Do they scratch? What happens if they, you know, accidentally sneeze while they're doing this? Do they fuck up half their face? Do they have to go yeah. back? Like, I would quit. I would shoot the whole scene from the left. <laughs> I, could, I would just be like, I'm done. Like a house of cards. No, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> done. That's, yeah, messed it up. We're finished. <laughs> Dude, I, have, I have no tolerance for the repeat of the same mm. thing. Yeah, especially when it takes them, it takes them like three hours. We got to ask ourselves, what are we Now, if it's art and it's meant to be art, that's a different bucket. I yeah. don't even care about that. That's, that's cool in and of itself, right? But if it's to supplement an empty place within yourself or to cover up an insecurity or a piece within that you don't love that's a problem yeah exactly and that's that is exactly where my problems came from was I didn't have well I have quite naturally long eyelashes but I've got quite acne prone skin and I have quite oily skin and um I have quite dark black bags like everything about I could pick away at my face but like that's just what it looks like. Why is that a problem? <laughs> it's just what it looks like. like That's just I, it. I, I got to tell you, everything you said, I haven't seen. And if I did see it, it would not impact anything in my view of what I 
what I think of you. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, but two things. One, I got to say this. I have long eyelashes as well, like mega long. Um, my stepmom came into the bathroom one time and I was trying to cut them <laughs> with scissors because oh they were bothering me. They kept getting stuck in the corners of my eyes. Oh, gosh. And she screamed at me. I don't know how I didn't end up with a glass eye because you don't yell at a child with scissors, scissors in their eye. In their eyeball. <laughs> so like, that I, I almost blinded myself um, that day for, the, for the same exact reason. Yeah, and that's um, the thing, isn't it? I forgot it? what the second thing was. It, it, it is. It's the weirdest thing that we'll focus on because there's a whole giant group of people that would be like, listen to these assholes wanting to cut off their eyelashes. <laughs> yes. These are the most beautiful things. We love eyelashes. Eyelashes are this. There's a whole industry to mm -hmm. make your eyelashes look different. Fucking ridiculous, by the way, <laughs> that that even exists. Like, we fluff our eyelashes. Yeah, <laughs> we that? put on little right? spider legs. Right? And I'll Weird. tell you, so I had everything that you described I had growing up. I, I had acne. I had long eyelashes. I had blackheads. I had, you know, all those things, you know, and I hated everything about it. Um, yeah. And on top of that, so to be real for a moment, right, I also suffer from body dysmorphia very badly. Mm -hmm. um, I was bullied for a genetic issue that I had during puberty called gynecomastia. So it makes it look like you have like some breast tissue. I was also ripped and I, it really, you know, it was pronounced enough that somebody mm -hmm. would, once it was found out, it became the sticking point. I come from a small area like you and mm -hmm. in a small area, even family members bullied me for this. They threw things at me. They called me trans names and all sorts of things. Oh it's, gosh. It didn't even make sense to me. Apparently it's just normal. Um, that some boys go through it. Some don't, whatever. Um, mm. but it, it put me, it spiraled me to a place where I wasn't even the same human. I was a character, a parody of what was supposed yeah. to be me. I was an actor throughout every yeah. single thing I did in my life, changing every view I could so that nobody could see all of the flaws that I had compiled over the years that started from that spinning moment when I was told that I was not worthy of who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There, there was something about me that was not as good as other people. And then I needed to find ways to supplement it in order to be accepted or to hide it. Yeah. Does that hit the nail on the head? Yeah, pretty much. It's like I say, I, I don't know if I could necessarily, it's, call them bullies but I didn't grow up with a very nice group of girls in high school um girls and they were vicious. all very skinny um and I will never be skinny but now as an adult I'm so glad I love the way I look I'm so I'm okay with it now but um back then it was you Good. know yeah I've gotten over it I'm glad but um it's obviously it comes back it's in waves but of course for on the whole I'm 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 okay uh but these girls were so thin and they'd call themselves fat so then i'd be like if if they're fat what am i mm. well i must be morbidly obese <laughs> that's a great point people set benchmarks in rooms either intentionally or unintentionally through their self-loathing or the need to feel superior to the people in their presence by calling out their weight 
they're either a saying, I know that I'm already fat. Please don't judge me for it. Or B, I need you to know you're fatter than me so I can feel better about myself in the rank and file. There's no other reason to say the words. The words would not need to exist. You don't need to pre-qualify your existence and the weight or how much gravity is pulling on you at the moment. It's fucking stupid. There's no other reason (laughs) but to manipulate the minds of the room in some way, shape, or form, if not even for your own, so that you can feel better in that moment and feel like you're more accepted in one way or another. That's a fucked up mindset that we live in. Tell me again why we aren't mentally ill. As a as a species, <laughs> it's, it's it's such a supreme thing, isn't it? Like I'm better than you because I know that I'm fat, but at least I'm not as fat as you. Like I'm I'm not that bad. Like that's what it was. Like, yeah, it is, but unintentionally because make no bones, there is a place in there that they are pushing that little square peg into a round hole of some other pain. And they're kick stomping it in there and making everybody in the room uncomfortable at the same time without anybody realizing it. Yeah. It's super bizarre. It is. It does, I don't even know what you benefit from it. It's covert gaslighting or some shit. <laughs> I don't know how to even say it, but that person is suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That person is suffering as well. Yeah. That's what we have to remember. And we also have to remember that nobody gives a fuck what we look like. We think they do, but... Tell me this, if you worked in an office and you chose your outfit for the day, you went through your closet and you stressed over it and you picked this and you changed it and you did all these things and then you went to the office and you stood there. I got the right outfit. Today is the day where I look my best, right? Yep. And everybody's standing there and looking around and you go home at the end of the day. I want you to try to remember except for Carl, who always has like sweaty armpit shirt or something like that. I want you to remember what anybody else was wearing, unless you specifically talked about it. Yeah. Not a got no idea clue. Guess what? They don't know about yours either. All that work yeah. in the closet, the shit that you did in there, the stress, the, does this cover this? Am I okay? Am I acceptable? Am I whatever? Nobody fucking remembers. No. And we repeat that every morning. Yeah, every day. And it's it's kind of giving yourself more credit than you actually have. You think you're more important in <laughs> so other people's lives than you are. <laughs> so narcissistic. I'm here. You may now take you may now gaze upon my presence. Yeah. This is my choice of clothing today. Ta-da. <laughs> like a reveal. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but we don't know it we don't know it I, I think the pandemic pointed that out quite a bit Oh, definitely mm-hmm. yeah stick in the spokes of the mental tire simple as that yeah if you're not doing that groundhog shit over and over again i don't know do you guys have groundhogs in scotland oh yeah we know we've got the film <laughs> okay good uh, you never know some things fall out of here i live i've lived around the world and some things do not translate at times. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're groundhog dang it over and over and over again. And then suddenly we all got to stop and it became very, very apparent that a lot of the things that we do as humans are just stupid. Yeah. They make no sense. Once they're removed from the mix, they fall out of that habit. They're no, it took a good year or so to break those habits. Oh, definitely. But once we realized, then we started to look around and we're like, well, fuck, are we doing this? Yeah. What? Why is this? What? 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 
You want me to go back to doing that? Why did I do that to begin with? And why is that a requirement in order to get food? Something's yeah. wrong with this. It's a mental yeah, illness. definitely. Definitely. It's a mental illness. The images that we have on each other. Um, body dysmorphia is no joke, but I firmly believe that by the sheer existence of the styles and the industry that we have, there's nobody that doesn't have it. Yeah. Unless you're a fucking monk. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like then- they have given up all. And then still, there's probably something to be said about needing to wear all white and not wanting to fucking conform. Yeah. That might still say just a little bit that you might care about not wanting to be them. That's true. Yeah, you're trying so hard not to fit in that you end up fitting in. <laughs> it's those those who scream the loudest at those in the LGBTQ plus community are 100% hiding something deep down within, not even hiding uh, they could be internally unaware yeah. for, for all you know, or, or aware, but so blind to it because of the fear of rejection in life that they are willing to scream in the faces of others for having made the decision that they're too afraid to make. Yeah. That's what we don't say. We don't say that. We're all a mixed gender. There's no way we're not. We all have the same thing. Parts and weird, you know, it doesn't make any yeah. sense that that we're not. We have animals that are born with multiple parts, but we're going to turn our head away. We have actual humans born with multiple parts, but we're supposed to not look at that. Yeah, it's it's very. Well, the brain is not part of this issue. It's all it's the boxes. Everybody's obsessed with boxes. You're this. You're that. You're this, and you're that. Boxes are safe. Human beings are boxes, boxes are safe. though. You're an actress. You're an actress. There's a difference. There's a difference. You have the ability to change your masks. Look at different lives, different empathetic backgrounds. You get to see what it's like to be a different human. Method actors have some of the best empathy or understanding on the planet because there's no other human out there getting up and pretending to be another human so much so that they can feel them and how they live life yeah without getting that empathy that goes with it you you actually know yeah whereas what we were describing earlier humans choose one mask i'm an astronaut i'm an accountant i'm a this right well guess what we're not supposed to be doing that anyway so you're just gonna suffer in the one role versus every other one yeah exactly yeah it's just how it is it's just how it is and now i have a question regarding Mm -hmm. acting and the body dysmorphia. Go ahead. Given what I just explained about method acting, have you found that pursuing the arts has helped you with body dysmorphia and accepting yourself and what? Definitely, 100%. Um, I think the best thing about being, like you said, with method actors is they can understand other people. And <laughs> I think it made me less narcissistic going, I'm not the only person with problems. And ain't that the insecurities. truth? Insecurities, yeah. <laughs> like, don't be so selfish. Don't just go around thinking everyone's looking at my body. Everyone's thinking about me. Everyone's thinking what I said. Like, no, they're not. <laughs> really not. They don't care. Um, but yeah, no, they can't care. No, exactly. And I did a scene where I had to be a really, really confident girl, and this was in high school mm. and during the drama club, and. 
pretending to be that confident girl who just did what she wanted when she wanted didn't really care it helped me to realize that it was more a choice to be confident than to actually be confident you know i pretended on stage why can't i do it in real life everything is pretending yeah that's what they don't tell you (laughs) the cubicle man is acting just like the actor on the stage Mm -hmm. there's even a choice to be sad there's a choice to be mad there's a choice to be anything happy Mm -hmm. victim It's all there as a choice because it's a mental illness and it's make-believe. We're only playing it on a grander scale. Yeah. There's nothing different between us and children except that we gave ourselves consequences at this level. Yeah, we did. (laughs) No other difference. We let kids choose all the careers. Yeah. They can be anything they want. We tell them that until they're 18. 18? You are no longer allowed to switch it up. And if you do, holy shit, you're the rebel. You're the wild one. You've gone against fucking the grain. Did you hear about Bob? Bob quit being an accountant. Now he's fucking doing, you know, TikToks for a living or some shit like that. And everybody's talking about him and they're like, can you believe it? Oh my God, he's so ignorant. Must be a whatever, whatever, whatever. All the things that I just said at the end there were reasons people hate themselves for not taking the leap to be Bob the TikTok dude. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's it. It's a fallacy. It's a fallacy. And the only reason why I know that is because I did fucking like 10 careers. Good at all of them. Sucked living those lives. They're all bullshit. And you're mm-hmm. right. When you approach life with the mindset that you're not trying to be someone, but are someone fake it till you make it is real it definitely is it is 100 real because you're not convincing anybody else of your role you're only convincing yourself they're gonna believe you every time you believe yourself we yeah. don't like people that don't believe in themselves that's actors actresses that's singers that's anybody out there that walks into an interview that doesn't believe they're not that they're gonna get the job If you don't believe you're going to get the job, there's a 99.9% chance, unless you're that fucking person in a movie, (laughs) that you're not going to get it. You're just not. Because everybody in the room, whether you have qualifications on paper, they know without knowing that you don't believe in yourself. Yeah. That you're being fake. And we expect people to love us. But the moment that we're fake, we don't love ourselves. Who the fuck loves somebody that doesn't love themselves? You're not showing me that you're worthy of love. Yeah. If you can't love yourself, you know, RuPaul said that if you can't love yourself, how can someone else? Bro, you got to be your best friend. You know? Yeah. You have you to be. You live in there. <laughs> what? Like, why wouldn't you want to be? Who wants to fucking have a roommate that they hate for life? Yeah. There's, yeah. There was Forever. an analogy that um, somebody, I, I think this was probably TikTok or some reel or whatever, but they said, um, would you talk to yourself or would you talk to your roommate the same way you talk to yourself? No. <laughs> Could you imagine? Imagine what kind of human you would be yeah. if you walked around saying all the fucked up things that we judge ourselves for throughout the day. Listen here, Fatty McFaddington, with this problem with a bob haircut and goofy teeth and whatever the fuck else. Because that's what we're doing every time we look in the mirror. We start the list. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Hair, hairline, a little fucked up. 
Eyebrows, definitely out of whack. Eyelashes, fucking look like two hands <laughs> flapping in front of my face. It's over. Can't even go out. Can't wear glasses because they're smacking them. Everything. We just start fucking going through the yeah. list. Let's see how many ways we hate ourselves. And then we go out there. Nobody loves me. Yeah. And you're so cruel to fucking yourself. Brilliant. Oh, it's... Imagine if you did that to a roommate. A roommate. Your roommate would kill himself. Or you. <laughs> yeah. One or the other. Hey, that sounds pretty familiar. That's the thing that we tell people is the worst thing they can do on the planet. Yet we push them all to it. Mm. Just shove them that way. Shove them that way and then go, oh, he broke first. Too bad. <laughs> you couldn't handle it. Yeah, that's it. Couldn't, couldn't handle, handle it. it. But you are handling it. Um, yeah, but you are yeah, handling it. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. It took a while. You know, I'm twenty, well, turning 21. So nearly 10 it, years it took me to get over it. <laughs> It's evolving too. There's nothing permanent in life except change. And the standards will always change. We spoke about this in the beginning. One minute, no bum, next yeah. minute, mega bum, right? It's, it doesn't make any sense. So the key is not to focus on what we're not. The key is to focus on loving who mm -hmm. we are so that everything that changes around us isn't impacting our self-worth. Yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the fuck we look like. It's not like they bury you with a fucking picture on the headstone that says prettiest or, you know, ugliest or, you know, it's, it's not like had a weird nose. First prize, <laughs> last place. Like <laughs> now I want that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of want to put a quirk on mine. Like <laughs> the thing that I hated the most, like, you know, I had, I have braces, right? I grew up poor. And we didn't have dental care and shit like that. And uh, for the longest time, I hated the fact that I have, I have like a, they, they call it like a peg tooth, right. which means it looks right. like a baby tooth, right? So I thought for like my entire childhood that I had like dolphin teeth. Wow. It's like a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I just, I, I, I just hated myself. I wouldn't smile pictures, no teeth. No teeth, Same. ever, yep. ever. No, absolutely not. Dolphin teeth. I thought for sure somebody was going to see my fucking blowhole or some shit, which is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it is. Look at Steve Buscemi. His looked like they all seen a fight and ran to the front. <laughs> like, nobody cares. The dude's the coolest guy on the planet. And he's, got, he's loaded. <laughs> he's loaded and nice, for God's yeah. sakes. That's why we like them. We don't give a fuck what people look like. No. We give a fuck who they are. That's it. That's yeah. it. So you also have a podcast. I do, yeah. And I'm, I'm curious to hear about that, where that came from, and, and what it is that you're trying to do with it. So um, that came from me and my roommate, actually, <laughs> are two of the chattiest people I know on the planet. We don't stop talking, especially about films. Like... I, it's been one o'clock in the morning and I've gone, we're still talking about Lord of the Rings. We need to go to bed. <laughs> this is silly. <laughs> but but that's fun. Oh, it's so fun. We love it. That's why we do it so much. And, um, you know, I think we it's very narcissistic, but I think we've got some very good points when we talk about film. That's not narcissistic. I well, don't think that, that I, I had to convince myself of it as well, right? Yeah. That it's not. Because we intrinsically carry a certain amount of value right just by who we are so mm. your opinions matter 
You are pointing out poignant things to the person that thinks it's a poignant point. Yeah. Not everybody's exactly. going to get it. So yeah. rock on. Yeah. Shatter all night. Yeah. That's so what, what kind of saying. movies and topics? So <laughs> um, we, we cover actors mostly, and then we pick our favorite films from the, those actors. And then okay. we talk about them <laughs> for ages. And then we kind of make a big five, like the big five to go watch for those actors. Um, we have done other uh, things like genres. Okay, and so things, that's but... what the it's it's called what fab five films or yeah, five fab films. Five fab films. Yeah. And, and yeah, so that makes sense. I was trying to get the concept um initially because when I looked up your podcast, it's on Patreon. Yes, it is, yeah. But it wasn't on Apple Podcasts, so I was confused. But I found it. And I think it's super cool that you're pursuing your passions outside of your passions. It just yeah, shows exactly. that you found your niche. Oh, I love it. And I love films so much. Like, I watch them constantly. And then I try and talk to my family about them, and they just don't care. <laughs> just don't want to hear it. <laughs> like, please stop painful. talking about films. Yeah. Um, my wife probably hates hearing about podcasting so much. She's like, I don't want it. Get it out of yeah. my life. <laughs> All you do is talk yeah. about it. And I love podcasts. So I was like, do you know what? Let's put the two things I love together. Why wouldn't you? Why not? Why not? Why wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> if you enjoy it, people will be drawn to it. We're drawn to people that are pursuing their passions authentically. When someone laughs genuinely, it doesn't matter who you are in the room. You're going to catch it. It's contagious. There's a reason for yeah, that. It it's infectious for a reason. You don't even have to care about the topic. Doesn't matter if the person talking about it is animated and happy enough about it. You will stand there and walk, watch them talk about the worst movie on the planet. <laughs> that is coming. We will definitely do that. <laughs> pick oh, our you, worst movie. If you don't do, no, you have to do. So don't pick actors or actresses when you do it because that's just mean, right? Oh, yeah. But pick some serious B movies, like ones that people don't like, but you love. Mm-hmm. That are Those so stupid. Guilty pleasure. Yes, the guilty pleasures, because everybody's yeah. got them. Everybody's oh, got yeah. them. And what's funny is why do we have to feel guilty for that pleasure? Exactly. That's the thing, isn't it? Somebody else likes that movie because they made it. They wrote it. <laughs> I'm not the only one looking at it. And why is it inferred that I must feel guilty for liking this particular? Yeah, like movie? I bet you, there's at least a billion people. Like I could understand if it was the if it was like a biography of fucking hitler or something you know like we can collectively hate him <laughs> but at the same like after that who cares what i like yeah enjoy why don't feel guilty just like it well i say this a lot um we're born one way and to be anything but that is a slap in the face of whomever or whatever made you and you should be proud of the fact that you're making a conscious effort to be you, not a conscious effort to not be you. Yeah. Not following trends, not trying to be, you know, the big bum, the little bum, the this to that, but simply exercising your authenticity. Yeah. Um, I think you should be proud of that. And I think the listeners will appreciate that because mm -hmm. we're all in the same boat. And it's a hard thing um, to do. To be yourself is really hard, you know? It's weird, right? It is. It's because we're taught from day one not to be ourselves. Yeah, yeah. You're taught that it's weird or or strange or awkward, but in that no, it's not. It's just you. 
Exactly. I think we grow to the mold that we're given. So I want to say thank you yeah. for coming on. Um, I genuinely appreciate you and your time. I'm excited to uh, see what's next for you with all your acting. And by the way, you have a beautiful voice as well. Um, I listened to some of your singing. Ah, um, thank you. <laughs> I love music. So uh, it's a huge thing on the show. We talk about it a lot. So keep pursuing your talents. Um, yeah. I, I can't stress that enough. Thank you so much. Always be you because you're perfect. Everybody's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We're all perfect in our own way. Thank you so much. Yes, we are. We absolutely are. We're perfectly imperfect. That's it. Exactly. So thank you so much, Olivia. And you're always welcome to come back. <laughs> and uh, everybody can find you on Instagram, TikTok. Um, do you want to give them your handle where they can find you? Yes. Yeah, so on TikTok, it's the same as Instagram and then TikTok. Thank God. Uh, Olivia.Blair.XX. And then Twitter, it's Olivia underscore Blair XX. Love it. Love it. So everybody go check out her stuff. She's got a ton of funny videos on TikTok <laughs> and Instagram. Uh, you're always doing uh, cool stuff. It's it's uh, good to see like the, the different methods that you're pursuing your career, like you sword fighting and shit. I want to sword fight. Adults should be able to sword fight. They should be able to pretend sword fight. Definitely. When we stop sword fighting as adults is when we fucking stop being kids. Mm -hmm. Stupid. 100%. I should be able to I should be able to toss anybody a lightsaber on the street and they should respond with on guard. Yeah. 100%. Not anything but that. That should be your initial reaction. Let's go. Let's go. And Pinch it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Olivia. And remember, everybody, be cool and keep learning. What's up, academics? This is Jay. I'm here to talk to you about Into the AM. This is a clothing and apparel company that I came across last year that has the absolute coolest designs. And the reason why I was attracted to it is because I grew up without a lot of money, like many others, and had to shop on that outlet rack with the irregular items. Things like the fly was over four inches to the left, or the right sleeve would be twice the size of the left. It looked like I was growing horizontally. Like, it's okay, honey, you'll grow into your left arm. So you really don't get a chance to express yourself the way that you want to. You go into life, you start putting on suits, you start putting on uniforms, and you realize you'd never had a chance to truly express yourself. Enter into the AM, a team of artists and creators who share a common vision. They see clothing as a canvas to express what drives you. Since 2012, They've developed premium apparel that elevates self-expression and provides unparalleled comfort for wherever your passions take you. Into the AM's passion for change is the driving force behind their brand. They remain committed to creating products that inspire and promote self-expression by partnering with like-minded organizations focused on giving back to communities in need. Last year, they donated 1% of all revenue from their graphic tees collection to the Art of Elysium charity. The Art of Elysium is an artist organization built on the idea that through service, art becomes a catalyst for social change. For over 24 years, the Art of Elysium has paired volunteer artists with communities to support individuals in the midst of difficult emotional life changes. They currently offer 110 community programs per month, serving over 30,000 individuals per year. The only permanent thing in life is change. Supporting charities dedicated to helping those going through these changes, trials, and tribulations require a never-ending commitment. 
The onus is on us as creators to affect change through our true, authentic talents. And Into the AM is the model of how this is done. Their clothes are handcrafted with care. They have a team of skilled artisans that craft each garment with the highest quality fabrics and eco-friendly inks. Not to mention, these things don't shrink, they don't fade, and they fit as if they were designed supernaturally. I'm stopped every time I wear one of the graphic tees to find out where I got it. The colors attract attention from miles, and the art is nothing short of spectacular, with designs for everyone. One of my personal favorites, Twilight Maiden. Go take a look. End of the AM does all of this while putting their money where their mouth is. 30-day money-back guarantee, lightning-fast shipping, and hassle-free returns. The deals are endless. Graphic tee bundles, discount promo codes. Get over there. Check it out. I'm highlighting the tees, but I'd be remiss to not mention that if you want to walk around in the absolute most comfortable shorts, joggers, and basic tees, hit up into the end. I even wear the basics to the gym. Head on over to thetragedyacademy.com Go to our sponsors tab and follow the affiliate link to the Into the AM store. Help support Into the AM and the Tragedy Academy by purchasing the absolute best apparel and the best designs ever. And remember, academics, be cool and keep learning.